I'm Danielle Critchley. And I'm Stella Bergen. And welcome to the Stella Fit Podcast. So Stella, we haven't been in the studio for a while recording, actually not since 2018, and I'm really struggling with breakfast. I am so sick of eggs. I'm trying to eat healthy and do the reboot that we talked about last time, but I, I can't stomach any more eggs. Do you have any ideas for me? Yes, I have a lot of ideas. Um, you know, breakfast is one of those things that once again, it, it kind of got um, thrown into this pile with everyone should be eating breakfast. It's the most important meal of the day. Just jump out of bed and make yourself this huge breakfast and you're gonna be healthy, right? Like, so first of all, I just want everyone to throw out everything they've ever read or heard about breakfast, first of all, because the, you know, what, what I want our listeners to accomplish through these podcasts is understand, understanding that their job is to build their own tapestry of health habits. Everyone's different. What we know for sure is there's no one size fits all formula for, for health. Other than, right. you know, there are a few things that I will repeat over and over. Michael Pollan's rule, eat real food, mostly plants, not a lot. I mean, everyone, I think, should really follow that. But outside of that mostly plants, then what else kind of falls outside of that mostly plants is really like you have to figure out. Some people can tolerate dairy, some can't. Some people can drink coffee, some can't. Some people can you know, different amounts of exercise make different people feel good. Like everyone wants a magic fix. Everyone is looking for like, just tell me what to eat for breakfast so that I can look good and feel good. But it's really, you have to put in the work and the time and, and the mindfulness to figure those things out. If you really, really want to optimize your life. At the end, you know, at the end of the day, we're all trying to live our optimal life and, and you have to put in the work with your health habits. So I say, first of all, throw out everything you've ever heard about breakfast and then let's piece back in what makes sense for you. I'm just telling you, health habits should be rooted in common sense. If someone's telling you everyone should do this, that justifies common sense right off the bat, right? Right. right. I completely agree, Stella, with what you're saying, because I know one of the other women in our boot camp class said she didn't eat breakfast in the morning because that made her feel better in her workouts. So this morning I didn't have breakfast because I'm not eating bread, I'm not eating cheese, and I'm sick of eggs. So, but I felt really lightheaded in some of the exercises. So I just don't know what to do. Yeah. So. We have to remember that breakfast is break fast. It's breaking your overnight fast, right? So a few things to ask yourself, like number one, what time did you eat dinner the night before? Do you participate in intermittent fasting? Like, do you really try to go 12 hours without eating or 14 hours or 16 hours? So that I would try to factor that in. Number two, are you even hungry in the morning, right? For a lot of people, like I mentioned, their blood sugar levels really drop in the morning and they, they actually really need something, you know, in the morning to kind of stabilize their blood sugar. Number three, um, are you exercising in the morning? And you know what, different people can, can get up and go for a 10 mile run with absolutely nothing in their tank 
And other people feel like they're going to pass out in the first mile, just like you mentioned that you got lightheaded this morning. So you know that you probably need something in your tank before you go, right? Right. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So a couple others um, is also like for people who are working, do they even have a mid-morning opportunity to eat? So if you don't eat before you go to work... Do you have a break in your day mid-morning, like 1030, that you could actually eat your breakfast, right? And if you don't, you probably do need to eat a little something before you go. So I, I would just think about some of those things first and foremost, because that will kind of determine um, when you eat and kind of how much. And so there's really no right or wrong answer. Like for some people, they may want to eat. Like for you, you could have probably eaten like a half a banana with even just a teaspoon or very small amount of nut butter on it. Right, right. That's Super a good easy idea. to digest. It's often what I recommend for my cross-country runners before a race is that like either a half of an Ezekiel English muffin with some nut butter and bananas on it or... Just if you don't do the bread, just eat the half a banana with, you know, a teaspoon to two tablespoons, depending on how much you can tolerate of almond butter or some other nut butter. And two tablespoons is a lot for a lot of people. So you have to figure out, like for a lot of people, two tablespoons of nut butter on a half a banana would be their meal. Yeah, but, isn't that like 400 calories? Yeah, so, <laughs> I was like, isn't it 200 calories a, a tablespoon? teenager, not so much. No, right? no, a, a so teenage boy again, needs those calories. You have yeah. to, like, you have to know some things about yourself, right? right. So, um, you know, I do, for me, I love, as you people know, if they go to my website, I am the green smoothie queen. I mean, probably more like green smoothie addict. And yes, there were addictions out there, but... <laughs> Um, but I, we love our green smoothie in my house and, um, and it, the recipe is on my website for any of you. And it, it, it's just a recipe that you can play around with. You don't have to put, there's a ton of stuff in there, but you don't, you certainly don't have to put all that stuff in there and you can also mix it up. There's so many great smoothie recipes out there. So often I, the green smoothie is part of our breakfast. It's not the whole thing, but, um, but, you know, just some ideas, um, if you really want to try to control your blood sugar and your hormones, it, it's kind of a good idea to, that you mix protein, fat, fiber, and also have some greens thrown in there. Right. And so that doesn't always work for everyone, but um, but protein, fat, fiber is really the way you metabolize. It's going to be a much slower um, you're going to metabolize your food much more slowly. It's, you're going to get much a longer sustainability in terms of being satiated. And the greens, adding the protein, fat, and fiber and greens really kind of turns off all your hunger hormones. So you just stay full longer. You're just not, your blood sugar isn't spiking, your insulin's not spiking, and you're not in this yo-yo of like, Hungry crash, right? You know, hungry right. eat crash, hungry eat crash, right? So that's you want to avoid that. So how much is your green smoothie? Because I did that for a while, and I'd forgotten about green smoothies. We stopped drinking mm -hmm. them because I would have this big green smoothie and granola and yogurt, and I actually decided I was eating too many calories for breakfast. So is it like a small glass and 
Yeah, I mean, that's it. so I drink a big glass. Um, but you are a, a, you work out all day long. Yeah, I don't work out all day long. That's a misnomer. <laughs> but I am active most days. And um, I'm not actually a big breakfast eater. Like, I feel like everyone's gasping, right? Because there is this weird thing. We have this weird thing that everyone has to eat breakfast. And I really don't believe that. I'm not a huge breakfast eater. I just am not hungry in the mornings. So, um... So I usually, I drink, I get up, I drink my lemon water, my warm lemon water, and then I have coffee. And then sometimes if I have clients really early in the morning, six or 6.30, which is every morning except for Monday, I pack my green smoothie and take it with me. And I really don't drink it until, I don't know, nine or 10, even though I've been up since five. So right. you can tell, like I, I go a fair number of hours working on just lemon water and coffee. Um, so then I will often do, I do a lot of paleo muffins. So I usually will take either a paleo muffin or, um, you'll see, I have a list of things I'm going to go through, but one of my other, my favorite breakfast right now is the Bob's Red Mill Muesli. And it comes in like so many different options. You can get his paleo muesli. You can get gluten-free muesli. You can get, I don't know, he's got like 10 different kinds of Bob's Red Mill muesli. Um, but I do the gluten-free muesli and I just have probably, it's probably about a quarter cup to half cup, depending on how hungry I think I'm going to be. And I put the Forager Cashew Plain yogurt on there and I do whatever's in season, like bananas almost always, but sometimes I'll do bananas and blueberries and other berries or you know, peaches when they're in season, whatever fruits in season. Right now we have really good kiwis in season, which I don't put on top, but I'll put them on the side. But um, Good Eggs has some amazing kiwis out of oh, Hayward. that's good to know. And I, I've yeah. got to try that cashew yogurt Forager. because it it's non-dairy, right? Yes, it's uh, non-dairy. Cashew milk So that yogurt. works because I'm trying, not, excellent. I'm trying to stay off the dairy. So yes, so. My, my kids don't love it. You could certainly do, um, but... I think it's awesome. And you can also, they make variety of flavors, forager, but you can also do, you could also do any of the nut milks on your Bob's Red Mill muesli. That's one of my favorite breakfasts right now. So, you know, what I do is I'll bring that. So I kind of space my breakfast out oh. a little bit, but, but I figured out that works for me with my schedule and what I have. And that kind of gives me the sustainable and energy over the course of the morning, I don't really eat too much. So I can't really feel heavy when I'm training people, right? Like I don't want to feel full or heavy. Like I need to feel kind of light, but I also don't want to be hungry. Right. You know, I don't want to be in the middle of a training session with someone and my, my stomach is <laughs> growling. So anyway, that's worked for me. And, and to be honest, it's been trial and error over the course of many years. Um, but some of my favorite things, A, are smoothies. My kids will sometimes do smoothies as a meal, right? So you can do, um, I mean, you can throw in banana and mango and greens. So you have to remember, fruit only pulverizes and it really turns into sugar, glucose. But um, if you do fruit and greens, the greens retain their fiber. Okay. So you do want to throw in a, a handful of greens in there. You don't have to make it a full green smoothie. And I get it that it doesn't often look appealing, 
but just throw in a handful of greens. Put your mango, your bananas in there. You can throw in a handful of greens. You can throw in a lime and some mint and chia seeds and some flax. And, you know, then you're looking at you're making more of a meal. Right. right? right. I mean, you can do the a little bit of nut butter and a date or two and... Um, and you know, some almond milk and I mean, you're, there's just so many different ways you can make a smoothie more of a meal if that appeals to you. And that's, they're super easy to digest. So for people who really don't want to feel heavy, but want to have kind of some sustainable energy throughout the morning, I think the meal type smoothies are good. You just have to remember when you, once you start throwing nut butter and, you know, seeds and nuts and almond milks and uh, kefir or, you know, yo you know, plain yogurt. yogurt right. Um, you're looking at more of a meal, like the calories. And that's where I got into up. trouble is yeah. that I was having the meal smoothie and the meal and right. it was just too much. I mean, a, a light, one of my favorite light green smoothies is just, you know, do some greens. So just do your spinach and kale or chard or whatever greens you want to throw in there. And just do like a lime and, you know, some, a little bit of pineapple and mint and blend that up. Like just do less, right? With a, but a little bit of coconut water and ice. And that's not going to give you a whole lot of calories, right? right? Especially if you're not, the pineapple will add more calories, but just don't add a lot. Just throw in a little bit of pineapple to flavor it. But the pineapple with the lime and the mint is super refreshing. Nice. Yeah. So, you know, you can make them lighter. I know Mari right. has a ton of stuff in it, but you don't need to do that. All right. And it's so on got, the website. And it is on the website. And actually a lot of these recipes are on the website. So another option my children really like are the paleo pancakes. So it's just, you crack, t you mash one banana first in a bowl, crack two eggs in there, take a fork or a whisk and whisk it up with a quarter teaspoon of salt, quarter teaspoon of cinnamon and then you're going to grease your pan with you know your skillet with whatever i usually use ghee grass-fed ghee right for the paleo pancakes just to keep them paleo but if you're not paleo you could certainly use grass-fed butter or um avocado oil avocado oil probably shouldn't change the taste but it's not going to enhance the flavor where i do think the ghee or the butter kind of enhance the flavor a little bit and you just make them like pancakes so they really, they look kind of like pancakes. My, I think what they taste like are a fried banana. Right. Um, but you get the protein, you've got some fiber. You could certainly have that with a lighter greens or, you know, a small, maybe three quarters of a cup of green smoothie if you're watching your calories. And um, so that serves to the two eggs, really. That two or three eggs serves my two boys and their teenagers. It'll make like six pancakes. So, and then... Um, you know, top it with some, you know, bananas, some more bananas or berries, or, you know, I let my kids drizzle with a little bit of maple syrup, but if you're not doing maple syrup, that's fine too. You could, you know, put a little bit of yogurt, whatever, you know, makes it taste really good. My boys especially love those. Um, I talked about the Bob's Red Mill muesli. Um, I have buckwheat, pancake recipe that I love as well as, uh, I mean, the buckwheat waffles and paleo waffles. I think the paleo waffle recipe is on my website. It's a really, really tasty. 
Um, and so is my buckwheat. Maybe we'll get that one. We'll up. make sure we get those up. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, also, once again, just you serve those with bananas and berries and a dollop of um, Greek yogurt, plain Greek yogurt, a drizzle of, you know, local honey or a little bit of maple syrup. Mm, um, sounds good. Yeah. Just, you know, go easy on the, if you're going to use the local honey and the maple syrup, just go easy. Try to, I mean, less is more, just a little bit. Um, uh, the Ezekiel English muffins are high in fiber and protein, and I always have a stash of those. They're not gluten-free, but great quality. Um, those are hearty. You put some, you take a half of one and put almond butter or peanut butter, top it with banana. Once again, you could do a tiny little drizzle of local honey on there. Um, that's often a go-to breakfast, especially when I don't have much time for my kids. That's a great one with a small um, glass of, of green smoothie. At least they're getting the greens. And can you get those everywhere or those particularly yeah, I like good eggs? like for here, I mean, you can get them on good eggs. They have them at most of your, a lot of your local markets. Um, I think Safeway has them. They're in the frozen food section. Okay, so they come frozen. Know. Yeah. So all the Ezekiel breads are in the, you're typically in the frozen food section, but that company has been around for a very long time. Cool. Yes. You can get it at most markets. Avocado toast. I Everybody's eating their avocado toast. <laughs> And mix it up. I mean, right now, pea shoots are super, super nutritious. They are in season. You know, get your, if you are, doesn't matter if you're gluten-free, get the best gluten-free bread you can find. If you're not gluten-free, really, avocado toast is best on fresh bread, on bread that you get fresh from the market. Not your, I mean, you can use your sliced bread, That's, but it's really best on, right. Like, Fresh bread. Yeah. And, you know, do your avocado. People like chili flakes. You can use your leftover veggies from the night before and pile on there. Pile on a poached egg, you know, an over easy egg. Top it with some pea sprouts. I mean, it's limitless. I know my good friend, Margaret Romero, um, who's also a trainer and coach and like food expert. She's just amazing with her um, with her veggie 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 meals right now, but um, she often they do avocado toast bar for dinner. So she'll you know just like you know we used to have the taco bar right. Tuesday taco <laughs> night you know taco Tuesday. She does avocado toast night and she puts out all the different options and just lets her family build their own avocado toast, which That's is fun. great. That's kind of right? fun. Yeah. So much fun. Um, you can top it with seeds. I mean, it's limitless, right? Your options are limitless there. Um, paleo muffins. I have, I believe the recipe on my website, but if I'm also in a bind, I will, I will do paleo muffin with a green smoothie. And, and it's also, also a go-to breakfast for myself. That's the easiest thing for me to grab and go. Okay. That, paleo that muffins, sense. great grab and go. They don't have much sugar. They're high protein, good sources of fat. Um, easy. You certainly, my recipes, they'll notice you have dark chocolate chips in them. You don't have to put the chocolate chips. They're good. The banana and pumpkin are great without the chocolate chips. And 
Danielle Walker also has in her Against the Grain cookbook, she has some great recipes, you know, for like the carrot paleo muffins and other ones. Um, she's a great source for paleo recipes, hmm. Danielle Walker. She's amazing. We'll put a link on the website. Yeah, she might be on there, the Against the Grain, but we will definitely, we'll double check. Um, leftovers, great, great <laughs> For breakfast, leftovers from the night before, you don't really have to eat eggs or breakfast food, right? So That's true. Yes. I mean, burritos, you know, breakfast burrito, great option. So just take whatever you were using for your burrito the night before. Maybe take all those leftover peppers and onions and mix those in with an egg. And, you know, you're not going to take, I mean, it, it's going to be different than just having scrambled eggs, right? Mm -hmm. And throw that in a organic corn tortilla and, you know, even top it with just this little bit of feta cheese instead of regular cheese, a bunch of avocado, saute some spinach in there. Yum. Mm -hmm. Right? So make your leftovers, turn them into a breakfast burrito or turn it, you know, or... Like often if we've had sweet potatoes in the night before, I'll make sweet potato hash. Right. Almost like a sweet potato pancake-ish, but I won't add, I don't add eggs or anything to it. I just sometimes will fry it, you know, or saute it, like and kind of mash it up mm -hmm. in a saute pan. And then I will put a poached egg or an over easy egg on top. So yummy. That sounds really yeah, good. Yeah, you could do the same thing with any of your squashes too, right? Um... The other thing is just saute greens with poached eggs on top. That's often my go-to when I'm traveling because if I can't find the green smoothie and if I'm eating in a um, hotel, I will just ask for a side of sauteed spinach, two poached eggs, a side of fruit. But I love poached eggs, sauteed spinach with poached eggs on top. I have so not tried that. I will have to try yummy, it. Yummy, right? Um, so anyway, I mean, tons of options, really. There are... Um, there are a lot of options. When we're done with this, we should probably, we can do some go-to breakfast on the website. Yeah, we definitely will. Yeah. And so, um, mix it up, make it, make it fun and don't stress. Remember, there are no rules. You are creating your own rules for what works best with your body, right? But you do want to be hungry before you eat but not so hungry that you're going to pass out. <laughs> and you want to think about kind of timing your food. So you want to be productive in the morning. Most people aren't productive when they feel really, really full. They're just not. So yeah, you're I sleepy. Like I'm just, sleepy. <laughs> yeah, like you just want to have sustainable energy throughout the morning. What about so, coffee? Coffee. I'm, I love my coffee. I love my coffee. And you know what? Coffee is the most of the research shows that coffee is good for us. It's anti-inflammatory. That, That's good because it's the first yeah. thing I think if I wake up, coffee. <laughs> yeah. It. So the thing with coffee is you're either a fast metabolizer or a slow metabolizer. 80% of the population are fast metabolizers, but 20% are slow metabolizers. And how do you know? You can You can get tested to see if you're a fast metabolizer or a slow metabolizer. It really depends on which... Did you know we have a coffee gene? It depends on which version of the coffee gene you have. Oh. But if coffee makes you, you know, super jittery, headachy, if you have any of those kind of adverse reactions to coffee, you're a slow metabolizer. And you don't get the um, benefits of coffee. It doesn't mean you can't drink it, but you're not going to get the health benefits. And, and obviously, if you have that reaction, you probably 
don't want to drink it anyway because it's not going to feel good. Right. I think I get that reaction when I don't have coffee. Right. And so for the <laughs> for the for those of us who can drink coffee, feel great, we're not um, you know, you don't you don't feel like your heart's racing and all those kind of things. And you're most likely a fast metabolizer. Uh, apparently, according to uh, Dr. Royzen, who I was just listening to the other day, um, at two cups you start to get the benefits. They say you get even more benefits at six cups. I don't think I could drink six cups without having those other benefits. Oh, no, so there's maybe. no way. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but um, my two cups, I'm good. Yeah, right? I'll too. take a little bit of benefit and still be able to drink my coffee. But that is black coffee. Yeah, right? that's all I So think, yeah. that's with black coffee. If you're putting sugar and milk in your coffee, I think, I'm not sure you're getting benefits, right? I know black tea, once you put milk in it, you don't get the health properties of tea. So oh, you really want to drink your tea black and you want to drink your coffee black. Yeah, if you can. Oh, right? that's good advice. So there you have it. That is the Stella Fit Hoopla on <laughs> breakfast. Don't forget to subscribe and like the podcast and any feedback you have, we'll take it. Awesome. Yes. And that's at StellaFit.com. Yeah. See and you. hopefully we uh, will hear from you guys soon. Great.